another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And it's another week. It's another edition of SAPeople.com with Jenny Baxter in Antibes and me, Melanie Walker, here in Johannesburg. And how are things in the Europe part of the world, Jenny? Hi, Mel. Uh, things are divine right now because, of course, it's summer. It's boiling hot. But we've also got the Cannes Film Festival. So that began last night and we saw our first movie, which was kind of brilliant and kind of boring. Um, <laughs> How is something brilliant with- <laughs> and boring all at the same time? Come on. <laughs> because it's, it's Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard and they are brilliant. The performances are brilliant. Mm-hmm. But it's just, um, I needed more talking and there was a lot of singing. And yeah, what, What's the know? movie called? Annette. Oh, okay. All right. Annette, is yeah. it a French and movie? Is it an English movie? No, no, no. No, it's an American movie. Oh, okay. American movie. Yeah, yeah. And and um it's just weird, but it but it's but it kind of breaks boundaries, so it's worth watching. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a brand new kind of movie. And yes, we went yesterday looking all around and it's really divine just to see everything normal and everybody, you know, all the news is just movie news. But unfortunately, South Africa is not here this year. Well, what what is this normal of which you speak? I'm just sitting here and going, I drive around Johannesburg and the roads are like kind of quite weirdly empty. And of course then, you know, the restaurants are all closed and everything. And it's, it's really kind of like a ghost town again. I'm feeling like I'm in a specials music video. Oh, but you should enjoy 80s. it. Enjoy the, the, the calm for a while because here it is hectic. It's traffic jams, it's hooting, it's, you know. But Mel, I saw that you also saw that fantastic thing that Ocean Basket are doing for people who can no longer eat at restaurants. Yeah, I'm quite happy to go and park my car with wherever as long as somebody comes and puts the board through my thing and puts food in front of me. At this stage, if somebody gives me food, they will be my hero for life because trying to make my own at the moment yeah this this COVID thing I'm telling you now go and get vaccinated there are so many people here who are still sitting there going well I don't know I don't think you know I'm not going to travel anywhere so maybe I'm not going to have the vaccination I'm like are you completely stupid yeah. do me a favor go and get vaccinated just do it okay you do not want to be feeling like I've been feeling the last few weeks even yeah. and that was a mild sick, version and you've been sick yeah. for two weeks now over yeah. two weeks yeah it, it, it hits everybody differently. That's just one of those things. So if you can get vaccinated, go and get vaccinated. And I'm glad that they, I mean, down in the Cape, obviously, you know, Cape Town is just like so much further ahead than everybody else in, in South Africa. Because the <laughs> You're not jealous much, are you? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I mean, it's, it's a bit late for me. I, I still have to wait a few weeks before I can go and get the vaccination. Obviously, you have to have, I think, 30 days bef- from, I'm not sure, from start of symptoms or being cleared of symptoms you know i'm sitting and thinking how cool would it have been if if this government had gotten their act together much earlier that they could have had everybody vaccinated and we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in at the moment where we're in another hard lockdown i mean that's all they needed to do was actually not steal the money (laughs) <laughs> just know. take the money but, and go and vaccinate everybody. But hopefully moving forward, everything is on track. And I saw today they're opening the vaccination centre of Hope in Cape Town, which is mm. a pretty awesome thing that the Western Cape provinces pulled together. I think there's going to be 50 vaccination points there inside the centre. Yeah. And they're hoping to do at least 4,000 people a day. So well, I'm whoop, hoping that whoop. that's, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And how, I mean, it's still for only over 50s at this stage. But I see that they did bring in a thing where they were saying, look, I mean, if you need to travel for business overseas or if you have special circumstances that you could apply, but then they closed it down because there were just too many people and they crashed the system or something. So everything's just been thrown back out again. Oh, what a pity. And the people who can remember it's, it's WhatsApp register to 0600-123456. So hmm. anybody over 50? Easy enough. I'm registered. Now I've just got to wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, on my, on my way here this morning, I was sitting here hearing, oh dear, um, we have a bit of a problem with our rugby. Seven people tested positive, so the entire team is now in, can in you, quarantine. Can you believe it? Including the new head coach. Oh. So, and and Masseuse, which Masseuse, sorry, I can't pronounce it, even though I live in France. Uh, <laughs> So, so um, I'm not good at pronouncing anything other than English. But uh, well, what we were talking about, I've forgotten now. Oh, yes, how many people rugby. have it in the rugby team? That's just crazy. So I don't know when, when the George's next game is going to play. Hopefully everybody's, you know, South Africa won the first one, thank goodness. Mm, mm, mm. And hopefully by the 24th of July, when the Springboks and Lions meet, everything will be okay. But already the Lions have have had to cancel Saturday's match against the Bulls. Oh, I tell you. Because there's too many in the team. Well, yeah. you know, we, we kind of, I think we all knew that this might happen, especially, I mean, everybody says, but if I'm vaccinated against this particular strain, will it help against the other strain? Who knows? This is the most capricious thing I think any of us have had to deal with in a very long time. Pernicious and capricious. Those are the two <laughs> words I'm using. Lovely words for an absolutely awful little thing. Anyhow. <laughs> all right. So news from expats. Now, I have been watching a little bit of the Tour de France, um, mainly because it's one of the two things, as I've said before, the sporting events that I do watch. Not that I'm into cycling. Let let that be said, okay? okay? I am not into cycling, but I do I love, love the cycling. Tour de France. I love watching the Tour de France. It has nothing to oh. do with the guy's legs. It's everything to do with the scenery. Typical. <laughs> um, no, and their bums are nice too. Um, <laughs> the derriere. Oh, c'est bien, oui. c'est bien. Oui, parfait. But, but I, I saw the team, the South African team, Quebec, were saying uh, yesterday that for the first time, because it's, it's just been full of crashes, mm. and um, yesterday they actually managed to have a pretty calm sprint and, and just really relax and enjoy the race for a while. And meanwhile, over in Romania, another team from Team Quebeca came second. Well, one of the guys in the team came second in a four-day race in Romania. Oh, so cool. flying the flag for South Africa, even though he's Italian, but he signed up for a year with the team. Fantastic. So, no, as we've said, when we, we have amazing sportsmen, and I'm so glad that they're being able to get out. I was quite sad to see that uh, little surfer dude. Not going to the Olympics? Oh, What's that about? I know. It's, it's, it's for injury reasons. So he needs to rather recuperate because if he pushes himself now, then he's kind of going to be out for the, you know, he's going to struggle for the next year. Mm-hmm. So he needs to recuperate more. He was really devastated, but it was a decision he had to make. Unfortunately, Geordie Smith. Yeah. But yeah. he's still got lots of great things ahead of him. I mean, this week's been just fantastic for South Africans, other South Africans around the world. I don't know if you saw Akani Simbine again won yesterday in Hungary this time. Mm-hmm. And he broke a world record 
um, for, I'm sorry, not a world record, African record yeah. for the 100 meters. And it actually works out. I think he did it in like 994 or something. But it works out that he's running 10 meters in a second. In I don't, a second. I don't, I don't even know that you're half a meter. <laughs> At this stage, 10 meters, I think might take me a minute. <laughs> the fatigue gets yeah. you going. Yeah, no, that, that is super fast. I mean, that is, it's amazing to see that people are, I, I'm always amazed by people who have this amazing ability to be able to do things. But I suppose it also is a case of how good they are feeling on the day when they have to actually step up. And also, there is a girl, I think it's Tembi Katlana, Mm -hmm. who has just been moved to Madrid, to a a football club in Madrid. She was about... 2018, I think. She was Africa's top female footballer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she's she's top of her league. She actually released a book this month about her struggles. She's, you know, broken family addictions and everything. And I follow her on Twitter. And a lot of what she says, it's not just on the day. She she is so inspiring. She writes these comments about sort of, you know, staying focused on the goal and how, you know, we so easily get distracted. We say we want things, mm, but mm. then we're doing a, a whole load of other things. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think these athletes, I mean, they give up a lot of the fun distractions to just stay focused on being winners. Yeah. Well, enough of the sporting people. Let's go back to food because I like food. <laughs> <laughs> not, that, not that I've been eating very much of it. I, I just saw you, I mean, the, the, the chakalaka South African street food truck. Now, that is yes. a chakalaka. I mean, that is such a South African thing as well. I mean, for the people who are living overseas, I mean, I'm sure you're sitting there thinking, oh, I could do with some, or some, some brookies. You know, the bry brookies? And you put some yeah. chakalaka on your bry brookie. Yeah. says that's so smart. Well, for those in England, the the food truck is in Newbury on weekdays this whole month. So any South Africans in Berkshire who want to go and say how's it and have some buri rolls and bunny chow, um, they can go <laughs> and enjoy that. And, and then we've also got, oh, I don't know if you did the same, but we always had, uh, when I was a kid, Romany creams yeah. on a Sunday. Only like, on a Sunday? You know, we used to have them every okay. morning, three Mari biscuits and a Romary cream with our tea in the morning. And a synergogen oh, multivitamin. Oh, spoiled you. <laughs> <laughs> we were only allowed it for tea on a Sunday and only two then. But uh, lovely Faz, who is our chef on the recipe section of SA People, has, has done a recipe for expats on how to make your own Romany creams. Because we do mm. miss them. And you know, when we do get them overseas... They've always lost their crispness. Yeah, they get that They're kind of like. Mm. However, oh, what no. we used to do with so those. So now you can make your own. When I was an air hostess, a flying yes. mattress, as they used to call it. No, I'm joking. Coffee tea on you, <laughs> thank you very much. No, we used to take <laughs> the Romany you, you, cream. You. <laughs> we used to, on the flights over to Mauritius, we'd take the Romany creams and put them into, because you know we had the ovens on the Airbuses, and we would um, fill it up with cream and amarula. 
<laughs> soak it in cream and amarula and put it into the oven and make this amazing biscuit, this Romney cream biscuity amarula thing, oh, which was fun. wonderful to eat. Did you make those for yourselves or for? Yeah, no, for us. Not, not for, for the passengers. passengers. Oh, don't be ridiculous. No, don't be silly. <laughs> did, did you see, I don't know if you saw the excerpt of, of the book that we mentioned last week. Pilots um, behaving badly. <laughs> yeah, Secrets from the Cockpit, Pilots behaving badly. Uh, did you see the excerpt this week yeah. where he spoke about passengers? Yeah. And I don't know if you ever did it when you were a air stewardess, um, where the air stewardesses used to complain about the passengers getting drunk, yeah. which remember they used to a lot. There used to be bars that used to be fun on airplanes, and we used to be able to smoke. And, um, and, and when the passengers were a little too rowdy, then the engineer would apparently change the, the cabin, uh, what's it called? The, the oxygen levels uh, in the cabin, yeah. Yes, reduce it so that mm. the men would so fall get asleep. Tired, yeah. yeah, and then they used to have to uh, give extra oxygen to a few of the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> no, those, <gasps> those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> Let's not give away all the stories. Though. Well, it's quite boring flying these days. Shame, man. Anyway, well, look, <laughs> apart from be, uh, ocean basket planking people, and I think yes. that, that is the kind, only kind of planking I want to be doing at the moment. I keep on saying to all the people I teach, let's have a planking competition at the moment. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not going to be able to do even 30 seconds. Um, But you have lost weight. Yeah, well, I suppose that's one one bonus of it. Easier ways of doing things, I guess. But what what other local good news has come up on your radar? Oh, so much. I mean, there's a a lovely guy who traveled around Thailand, and he went to stay with locals in Thailand and, and got to know a lot of the local cultures, by spending time with locals. And when he got back to South Africa, he went on a trip around the, well, I don't know, it's not called the Transca anymore, but along the wild coast, Eastern Mm. Cape, which used to be KwaZulu-Natal. We're still upset about that, that they took our area. And he found that the locals along the wild coast aren't actually getting as much money as they should. And, uh, you know, they they could be promoting themselves a lot more. They could be making more local things. And so he's adopted a village and he's helping the community to increase its income, to attract tourists, to make money out of the tourists that it is already attracting. And it's just just so wonderful for everybody to think about doing something like that, of just adopting – an area near you that needs a little bit of upliftment. Especially in the Eastern Cape. I mean, you know, there in the Northern Cape, I think are the two areas that have been absolutely kind of left behind with so much that it would be, and especially as, I mean, you know, one of our greatest statesmen came from the Eastern Cape and many of us exactly. went to school there too. Now, I mean, the Eastern Cape is one of the people that live there are just absolutely divine. And yeah. I just, they really, those are the the municipalities that have been, really letting their people down so badly. Um, but it's nice to see that you know, other people are actually doing something to make it better, to yeah. try and uplift communities. And I think everybody should be doing that. Mm. Okay, so what's his name? Dean Shapiro. Correct, yeah. Mm. Lovely, lovely guy. And, um, and then in the Northern Cape, the Meerkat, you know, the huge telescope, mm. has, has discovered this whole group of galaxies, 20 galaxies, that no other telescope has ever seen before. And so that's how great this Meerkat is. And they can also see that it's got this neutral hydrogen 
which means that it's actually still evolving. They, they haven't all found their place yet, you know, so it's okay. really early days. So it's really interesting, a, a first of its kind, and, and it's really sweet because the scientists themselves have said that it's a serendipitous discovery, which just makes it sound so romantic and Serendipity lovely. is just fabulous, isn't it? Uh, talking about <laughs> telescopes, I mean, we've been talking about it a while. Um, I heard that, like, I think it was back in the late 1800s, and there was, like, the world, one of the world fairs happening in Paris, one of those places, and they decided to make this huge telescope. But it was so long that they couldn't actually lift it up to be able to look at the skies. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah, that's very amusing. One one must hear <laughs> things that are amusing, and that's that's the important thing for me is finding out more and more information. Okay, so so what? Well, else? talking amusing. Yeah. Did you see the Did you see the video this morning that we shared on Facebook of a guy? Oh, I don't know which country he was in, in a, in a country in Asia. Mm-hmm. And he's trying Biltong on for the very first time. And he speaks in his native language. And, um, you know, that he's trying this. And, and there's subtitles saying, I'm trying the South African Biltong on for the very first time. Da, da, da. And he eats it. And then he goes, mora, mora, mora. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> proceeds to speak in Afrikaans. So uh, really, it's, 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 gone, it's gone really viral. So look for that. That'll make you laugh. Yeah, no. I mean, for me, Biltong, there's nothing better. One reason no. why one could never be a vegetarian. And I've actually got some in my fridge right now. Ooh. Thanks to, yeah, thanks to the English shop that gives us South African food. Yes. I, I had a wonderful woman who lived over the road from me when I lived in Chiswick in England. She used to go off to the South African shop in Chiswick and she'd like, we'd just hear this voice outside going, Oi! She was from Cape Town. Blatch <laughs> her name was. And she would just, Oi! And she'd throw bourrevors at us <laughs> because we were in the upstairs flat. And it was just one of those things that it's so funny when you live somewhere That's else so that nice. you need to have your creature comforts your rooibos yeah. tea, your and pex antrovet. Apple tizer, yeah. those kind of things, yeah. I remember uh, when I interviewed Charlize Theron the one time, she said that when she moved to L.A., the first person whose name she learned, and for some reason I still remember his name, was Willem. And Willem was the South African food supplier in, in L.A. <laughs> so here's a shout-out to Willem. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Willem, thank it. you. <laughs> All right, so what else have we got that's in the way of entertainment that we should be looking at? And people overseas as well, if they can access um, Mnet and DSTV now and all of that. Well, well, Charlize, actually, you know, she's in the new Fast and the Furious, and she was in the last one as well. Really? Okay. Which is now on its ninth one. This one looks like, if you're a woman, this one looks like it's worth watching. Okay. Um, it's at the movies, but it's around the world. And Charlize is in it. And they've made sure this time there's a female director part of it. So it's, it's a lot more, there's a lot more equality in this one. And Vin Diesel has said yesterday that they are in talks to do a spin-off for Charlize with her character Cypher. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool for Charlize. I might actually um, watch it. Yeah. And then other things, well, if you're in South Africa and need a movie to watch, there's Joker and Parasite. Both were Oscar movies last year, mm-hmm. won awards and everything. And so that's on Showmax. And then on Netflix, have you seen Sex Life? No. 
No. Okay, mm-hmm. so last week after our podcast, a couple of nights later, I'm on Twitter, South African Twitter, mm-hmm. and it was just going mad with sex life. And it was all hashtag episode three, mm-hmm. 19 minutes and about 50 seconds, 30 to 50 seconds. Uh, you have to see the scene. The whole world is talking about it now, not just the South Africans. Okay. Um, It's a, it's a full frontal of a huge appendage. Like, it could not be huger. <laughs> And apparently, the Aussie actor, people who grew up with him say it, it is real. But um, he said in an interview that he knew he was going to have to do that frontal scene. It's in a shower. He knew he was going to have to do the scene because... Um, It was in the script, mm-hmm. which just makes me a little suspicious that maybe it is a prosthetic. Because well, yeah, one wonders, I mean, with Dirk Diggler, remember that thing with Mark Wahlberg? I mean, was that real or was it prosthetic? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think prosthetics are used a little more than people mm. let on. I, I will But, have um, a look. I will have a very concerted okay. look at it. <laughs> okay, three, three, episode three. However, if you watch it, if you watch the, the, the show at all, mm-hmm. do not watch with the Pixies. <laughs> it's not a, a family-friendly TV series at all. Okay, well, they can watch it on their own. <laughs> that, remi- <laughs> yeah. that reminds me once when my children were about five, we were in England with my grandmother, and we didn't, I didn't think about the whole watershed thing, you know, after nine o'clock, then all of a sudden, you know, things are different on television. So I'm sitting there with my 90-something-year-old mother, my five-year-old twins, and it was um, Britain's Embarrassing Bodies. But it happened to be the one with Trini and Susanna when everything was about penises. And there oh, were no. all of these penises coming up on the television. And my girls are sitting and looking at this. My grandmother, thank goodness. I'm, just, I'm like trying to find the remote and change the channels. And I suddenly thought, oh, my goodness me, what the earth is this? <laughs> England. Yeah. We, we'll get there eventually. Oh, no. Full frontal in South Africa. I mean, really, scandal. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, all right. Yeah, so no, we'll the South this. Africans went mad for it. They really did. Okay. I'm going to have to have a look at that. Well, thank you for for um, giving me something that I can go and watch. The heads up. <laughs> Let's not use that term, shall we? Sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, Jen, thank you so very much. It's always delightful to have a chat with you. You're looking all sunny and happy. And go out and, and please do give us some feedback on movies which are happening in Cannes. I'm very, very envious of the fact that you're there. I remember being there once I, before and it was at this time, it's just divine. I know. I wish you were here. Next yeah, time. Next time. Next year. That would be divine. Absolutely. And then we'll go okay. and walk the Camino. I think that's a damn yes. fine idea. All right, Miss yes. Dot, take good care. We'll catch up with you again next week. And, of course, everybody, if you want to see all of the stuff that we've been talking about, get along to sapeople.com, either on Facebook or on the website, and have a look and see if you've got some good news. Send it through to Jenny as well, and we might even talk about it. Take good care. Bye, Jen. Bye. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.